morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another fiery, feisty Friday morning, friends. Torch Report 355, the scam of environmental justice. It would, in fact, be nearly impossible to exaggerate just how ridiculous this whole environmental agenda is, but... We're going to take a stab at it here, friends. Uh, I apologize for getting this out a little bit late today. Uh, bear with me here. We'll see. <laughs> it's Friday. We'll have a little bit of fun with it. But let's just start out with a nice deep breath. <sighs> Doesn't it feel good to take a deep breath? You know, can you imagine what would happen if the government let all of those greedy capitalists just keep on pilfering and polluting the planet in pursuit of their immoral profits. Can you imagine that? You know, surely we'd run out of clear, uh, clear, clean air and all of a sudden we'd all die. <laughs> but thankfully, Americans, uh, Americans can now breathe easy knowing that good old Uncle Joe has flexed his power as our benevolent supreme leader and scrawled out a new state edict that protects your right to breathe clean air now and into the future forevermore. <laughs> Let me introduce to you, friends, Biden's, Biden's latest executive order. It's executive order 14096, 14096. It's titled Revitalizing Our Nation's Commitment to Environmental Justice for All. Uh, reading off the White House fact sheet here, friends, I put a screenshot with some highlights in there, but President Biden and Vice President Harris believe that every person has a right to breathe clean air, drink clean water, and live in a healthy community now and into the future. During his first week in office, President Biden launched the most ambitious environmental justice agenda in our nation's history and to continue delivering on that vision. Today, the president, the suck puppet in chief, will sign an executive order further embedding environmental justice into the work of federal agencies to achieve real measurable progress that communities can count on, period, end quote. Now, just in case there was any doubt in your mind, Friends, President Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris are the most compassionate people on the planet. You know, they believe that every person has a right to breathe clean air. <laughs> do you believe, friends, do you believe that every person has the right to breathe clean air? You know, I, I kind of wonder how they would square this right to breathe clean air with forcing people to cover their face with a mask and breathe in a Petri dish. But uh that right to breathe freely as a human being, that's not really what I want to focus on here. Instead, I would like to dutifully eviscerate the scam of environmental justice. It's maddening, to be honest. <laughs> it drives me nuts. But uh, this the statement that every person has a right to breathe clean air, drink clean water, and live in a healthy community, it's almost an impenetrable statement like who, who you know it sounds so innocuous and so sincere who would even want to argue with such sentiment you know you'd have to be a brutish ignorant peasant to challenge the belief that every person has a right to breathe clean air drink clean water and live in a healthy community <laughs> which perhaps is why i'm just the person for the job i am feeling a little feisty today friends uh 
feel like my voice is going out here a little bit, but we're going to stick with it. Uh, today, I'm going to self-identify as a brutish, ignorant peasant and go bare knuckles on this bullshit. Let me just start out by stating rather emphatically three irrefutable facts. Number one, there is no such thing as environmental justice. These are just two words that have been stitched together for the purpose of conjuring up a smug sense of moral superiority among the initiatives of the radical environmental cult. Environmental justice does not exist, except for in the increasingly warped minds of the mentally unstable, heavily conditioned minions. Now, the second thing I want to point out is that the term environmental justice is impossible to define. Sure, you know, I acknowledge there are plenty of scholarly idiots out there who have tried to define this, but the words themselves are so utterly vague and subjective, there's really no way of conveying a concrete definition. And this ambiguity is intentional. It allows the proponents of this movement to use the phrase however they see fit, depending on the context. Because it's impossible to find to define environmental justice, they can use it to justify anything. Now, the third thing I want to point out here, third irrefutable fact, uh, is that the idealism of environmental justice is entirely unattainable. Even if one could labor to spell out what the hell they're talking about here, the constraints of objective reality literally obliterate any notion that environmental justice could ever actually be achieved. There is no metric or meaningful way to measure environmental justice, which makes attainment of the ideal impossible. Now, friends, with all that said, I must acknowledge, I'm just, again, I'm a brutish, ignorant peasant, okay? And I acknowledge that plenty of educated people would disagree, you know, that there's no shortage of indoctrinated individuals and educated idiots who would adamantly argue that environmental justice is the defining feature of our time. They would point to the science. They would quote the experts, and they would parrot the narrative, believing every word of their senseless babble. Why? while remaining completely ignorant of their own ignorance. Now, speaking to this fact, there was an interesting article out today. It was uh, out over at Hot Air, and it explained how this ridiculous executive order was further transforming America into a Marxist hellhole. <laughs> you know, with, with a hat tip to Obama's fundamental transformation of America, the point was made, quote, ever since Joe Biden was installed in the White House, his handlers have worked tirelessly to continue Barack Hussein Obama's fundamental transformation of the United States into a third world toilet. They are continuing Obama's modus operandi of using massively unconstitutional executive orders. The panic created by unceasing climate change propaganda and indoctrination has provided a remarkably effective vehicle to convince a significant percentage of the population that this transformation is necessary. Pause. This is exactly what we've been talking about, this conscious transformation. Continuing on, this Indoctrination has also convinced the same segment of the population that a fundamental transformation to Marxism is necessary because they have been misled into believing that socialism is a 
is superior to capitalism, period, end quote. Now, I thought that was spot on because it really links the, you know, the climate cult to Marxism and communism, which is, you know, the commies are using the climate agenda to further their agenda. And then the other part of it, you know, is as the the fight against capitalism and all that kind of stuff. But it is, it really is a conscious transformation. People have literally uh, been indoctrinated into this cult hive mind and they can no longer see reality. Now, creating the panic with unceasing propaganda, that's precisely the modus operandi of the global elite, the global cabal. And this is how they keep people pliable. This is also what is driving the astronomical rise in mental health issues, causing the unhinged climate activists to vandalize priceless works of art and glue themselves to the road in a desperate effort to save the planet. And unfortunately, nobody's explained to them that vandalizing art and gluing themselves to the road isn't going to do a damn thing to save the planet. But clearly these people, they're just not well, friends. They are dead serious. <laughs> they, you know, they, they fully believe in these deranged beliefs, but you will never convince them otherwise. If you say, you know what, if you glue yourself to the road, it's not going to save the planet. They're not going to hear that. They are incapable of hearing it, friends. But this is the result of institutional indoctrination and brainwashing. And quite unfortunately, it's not just these unhinged activists uh, but actually, I, I would say the bulk of our political class currently seems to be under the spell of this climate cult. We need to look no further than Biden's executive order on environmental justice to see this insanity in action. Friends, get a load of this crap <laughs> right off the White House fact sheet here. Put a screenshot in the report. Friends, if you're listening on a podcast platform, please know that you have to go to thetorchreport.com to get all the goodies. You can see this screenshot here. You can also see uh, pictures of your favorite ignorant peasant, uh, yours truly. But you could check out here this screenshot from the White House fact sheet on this executive order. It says... Quote, the executive order is part of the Biden-Harris administration's whole of government effort to confront long-standing environmental injustices and inequities. For far too long, communities across our country have faced persistent environmental injustice through toxic pollution, underinvestment in infrastructure and critical services, and other disproportionate environmental harms often due to a legacy of racial discrimination, including redlining. These communities with environmental justice concerns face even greater burdens due to climate change, period, end quote. Like I said, get a load of that crap. You know, while our border continues to be overrun by drug cartels and human traffickers, while our economy continues to teeter toward collapse, while our geopolitical foes are licking their chops over the undeniable rise in American weakness, this sock puppet administration is launching a whole-of-government effort to confront long-standing environmental injustices and inequities that nobody has ever noticed because they don't actually exist. And not to miss an opportunity to rub our noses in shame, we are reminded that these disproportionate environmental harms are due to America's legacy of racial discrimination, including redlining, whatever the hell, <laughs> whatever, you know, friends, honestly, it's hard to read this stuff and think that anybody actually believes it.
but they do. I mean, it's coming from the White House website, you know. And as some astute observers have pointed out, rather than sounding the alarm about the alleged climate crisis, what we really need right now is we need to be sounding the alarm about this mental illness that's on full flamboyant display. These climate crazies, this climate cold, these people are off their freaking rockers. You know, the collective conditioning of this, these climate crazies, of this cult, is really, it's growing worse and worse by the day. You know, it's, they're growing increasingly bold, thanks in part to the idiotic administration. And this, thanks in part to this idiotic administration and their whole of government approach to stupidity. Never mind the fact that all around the globe, cold temperatures are breaking all time lows. Current snowpack in the Western U.S. is nearly double the historic average and significantly higher than the previous highest ever recorded amount of snow. So the polar bears, you know, they're not going to be drowning anytime soon, you know, but don't disturb them with facts. In the face of the climate cold, facts are irrelevant, as is the actual science and data that exposes this climate scam for what it is. It's a religious cult. Friends, I put a couple of links in uh, in the report today about the religious cult aspect, actually interviewing people who study religious cults. And they say, yes, this, you know, it hits all of the signs that says this is a cult. The cult of climatism is really ultimately incapable of reconciling their worldview with reality. And therefore, they reject reality. As all cults do, they reject reality in favor of their religious beliefs. And of course, they expect us all to do the same. Worse yet, friends, many of these climate crazies are currently in positions of power all around the world, in the global cabal. And they're actively coordinating their efforts all around the world to force this insanity upon the entire human population. That's what all of the foot soldiers are doing. They're, they're uh, you know, they're agents of the Borg, <laughs> you know. But it, it turns out that this cult has actually been infiltrating our government for much longer than most people would guess. If you had to guess how far back in the U.S. government do, is, do we have record of the climate cult trying to push environmental agenda, uh, push the environmental justice agenda? You know, I, I, if you had to guess, what would you say? You know, they've been at it for 10 years, 20 years, you know, whatever. Now, how about 30 years? Okay, reading a little bit here from the federalregister.gov, quote, nearly three decades after the issuance of Executive Order 12898. It was February 11th, 1994. It was titled Federal Actions to Address Environmental Justice in Minority Populations and Low-Income Populations. That executive order, 1994, federal action to address environmental justice in minority populations and low-income populations. Friends, they, they, I can't believe it. I didn't realize that it had been going on that long. Holy smokes, the federal government, they're saying they have to build and strengthen their commitment to deliver environmental justice to all communities across America. And they were saying that 30 years ago. And just to very quickly connect the dots here, friends, I do have to, uh, it's going to be a shorter podcast today, but that to, to quickly connect the dots, Executive Order 12898 from 1994, that, that was the same year that the UN International Conference on Population and Development delivered its report 
that linked the human population to sustainable development, essentially saying the human population was unsustainable. And so in order to have sustainable development, they have to control the human population or reduce the human population. We've talked a lot about this, uh, the limits of growth, the population bomb, all of this radical environmental insanity that was coming up the 70s and the 80s. It was really came together in the in the U.N., apparatus and all of that in 1992, the Rio Summit and Agenda 21. This uh, executive order in 1994 quotes this it, uh, these uh, UN agenda stuff. So it's what I'm trying to say. Spit it out, Luke, is that the globalists were beating the drum and the U.S., you know, the White House back in 1994 was falling in line or marching right along with it. So they had passed it at the international level, and then it came the executive order at the national level uh, a couple of years later. So Agenda 21, by the way, friends, it's, it's a blueprint for total global control under an oppressive regime of environmental regulations. It's, uh, it is the one agenda to rule them all. It did give rise to the millennial development goals. It did give rise then to agenda 2030 and the UN sustainable development goals as it stands right now, as outlined in uh, torch report 169, the very strange agenda friends, this is all rooted in eugenics and depopulation. And we've talked about it lo uh, lots friends, but you know, here and now for today, friends, what we find is that the scam of environmental justice is being used to justify the current totalitarian takeover and inglorious calling of the human herd. Friends, resist we must. And that is the message of my heart for today. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take the time to find that little heart. It's on the website or on the on the app. You click that heart, it gives me some love, but it also boosts the ranks in the algorithm. Don't forget, you can support this publication by joining the Patriot Club. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And of course, the greatest honor of all is if you share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this fine, fabulous, fantastic Friday. Have a wonderful weekend, friends, and I'll look forward to talking to you again soon. 